You are now listening to Execute the Secrets to Fast Success podcast featuring Phenom. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Execute the Secrets to Fast Success podcast. I'm your host, Phenom, and today we have with us business owner and world-class athlete, mm-hmm. Amber Clark. Thank you for so much for taking time out of your busy schedule for being here today. I really appreciate that. I appreciate you for having me. I was honored for you asking me to be up here, so... <laughs> I appreciate you for doing it. <laughs> chill out, chill out. So for anybody that's listening to this right now and they don't know who you are, real quick, who who is Amber? All right, so I'm Amber, um, 29 years old, been playing football. I'm an athlete, actually, so I've been playing football for seven years now. Um, and I've also been running a, bi- a football business. Well, not a football business, a business itself. I've been running a business for about two years now. Um, it's called Football Hurts. Pretty much about growing the game and bringing awareness to uh, women in football and just making it better for the future generation. Mm, so you've been playing football for seven years now. Going on seven Were you playing any sport before that? Yeah, so I grew up playing basketball, I played volleyball, softball, ran track in college, ran track starting in ninth grade, ran all the way up until about my sophomore, junior year of college, and a um, couple of sports here and there, but not like any major, like, major sports that I was like really into, it was just sort of more so like the past the time. So like softball, I played in eighth grade, because I didn't want to go home, because <laughs> I was so used to being at school for sports, so I was like, eh, I might as well stick around and do something active, so... You an athlete, athlete. A little something. <laughs> so even when you got into college, you were just like, mm, I'm bored with class now. Let me let me go run around the track a little time, a couple times. Uh, I'm a jumper. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. So how did you navigate from jumping to playing football? Um. I honestly don't think they have a correlation. I think it was just more so that I was just, I was I was into football for like years. Like I grew up loving the game, tried to play when I was little, played of course powder puff high school, those last two years of high school, junior senior year. That's just like, you know, during homecoming week where you get to play that one flag football game. Um, and then about a year or two after I graduated, I knew about this one league called the LFL. Um, and I said, you know, I think I'm gonna try out for that. You know, I think I can do what those girls do. So I went out there, tried it out, end up being in that league for about three, going on four, but we kind of had to end it because of COVID. Um, it restarted this year, but I just didn't go back yet. And then um, I trans, yeah, I, I transitioned into flag about two years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, it was just a life choice I've been wanting to do for a long time. So I just said, you know, I'm going to go out there and do it and just ended up sticking with it. We're not going to slide back past it. You just say yes. So you think about going back to the league? I'm thinking about it. Or just tackle itself. I wanted, like, I'm, I'm more mm-hmm. so sad about tackle. Because, I'm like I said, I've been playing flag for three. But I started off playing tackle. And the only reason I stopped playing tackle was because of COVID. Um, and I just was never able to get back into it. Because it was like, we would have practice. And then we wouldn't have a season. And we'd have practice. And we wouldn't have a season. So it was just like, it was kind of up in the air. And um, at the time where it was, like, solidified that the season was going to happen, I was already in the mix with flag, and I just didn't want to, like, I don't want to say jeopardize, but I didn't want to put too much energy in other places. I wanted to give 100% where I wanted to give 100% and not just, like, 50 here or 50 there or 60 mm-hmm. there and 40 there type of thing. So, mm-hmm. Which one do you like better, flag or tackle? 
I don't know. That's tough. That's a tough one. Because, <laughs> uh, I don't know, because, like, Tackle, I don't, Tackle feels like, I don't know, it's just a different feel when you're out there just hitting somebody. I don't know, if you're having a bad day, bad week, just, like, just need to get some aggression out. Like, Tackle is where to go. But Flag, okay. I feel like it's more for the skill players. So, like, it seems mm-hmm. like what you really have, because you can't touch, it's non-contact. So, it's like, you against me, no contact, no help, no tackling. It's just like, you got to, it's technique. So it's it's a toss-up. I can't say I like either one better. I like them kind of both the same, if that makes sense. No, that makes sense. I was literally talking to somebody maybe like three or four days ago. Mm-hmm. And her, her, little, her little boy, I think he's like four, likes football. Mm-hmm. She was like, he's only going to play flag football for like 10 years because she was like, it's going to build the skill of mm-hmm. everything. That's what she said, like, He's going to become, like, really agile. His mm-hmm. speed's going to have to really be on par. So that way, like, when he does put on the pads, like, they're not going to be able to touch him because he's been so used to having to not be touched for all right. those years. Yeah, so I, I definitely feel you on that. I definitely feel you on that. I feel like a lot of kids should play flag and tackle because it does enhance other skills that you don't think you need and then mm-hmm. that you can use to your advantage. Like you said, how, she's, how he played for 10 years and then – He's going to be so well, agile. Once he play for 10 years. Yeah. He's going to play for 10 years and he's going to be all agile and everything like that. Like, I feel like all kids should do that. Starting at a young age and then by the time they're in high school, if they still want to continue to play football, I feel like all those skills and those techniques that they've learned throughout the years, even though they haven't been hitting, it's still the same concept. That's what people don't are like kind of fail to realize. They try to, mm-hmm. or they tend to call flag football like fake football because there's no hitting. But I'm just like, at the end of the day, you're still doing the same thing hitting is just the only thing you're not doing. You still have to kind of tackle in a way because you got to pull the flag. Mm-hmm. So in a way you're tackling, it's just not contact. And then they do have like contact divisions. So for people who still kind of want to play contact, but they don't want to hit per se, they can just go to the, the contact division flag. So it's still competitive. I like it. I enjoy it. It's one of my favorite uh, formats. That I have heard of contact division at flat football. Mm-hmm. That's new to me. That's really That's new, new to me. I think it's actually so, due to the, like the world flag, honestly. Yeah. Speaking of worlds, yeah. Speaking of worlds, you know you are a world class athlete. Like you, you're not just somebody that's out here playing football, mm. right? So for somebody that doesn't know you, mm. just please, just like tell them who is Amber when it comes to the world of flag football. Um, apparently I'm VBB is what they call me. <laughs> say, say, say it one more time for uh, them. Say it one v- more time. VBB. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, but, um, I think I'm pretty decent at it. Um, I know there's always like, no, for real, I think I'm pretty decent. I don't think I'm, when people tell me like, I'm so great at it, I'm this, I'm that. Like I always tell them mm-hmm. the same thing. Like I really don't see it. I just go out there and I just play and like, if I'm good, I'm good. If I'm not like, then I know what to work on. So it's just like, I go out there and I just play. I don't really think like, oh, I'm the best. I'm all high and mighty. Like, you better be scared when you step across the field for me. It's just like, nah, you come play your best. I'm going to come play my best. And whoever's the best that day going to win. So I don't um, know, man. I don't see pictures of you playing. I'll be scared if I saw you across. <laughs> if I lined up with you, I'll be like, mm, she but, got it. <laughs> honestly, that is how some people are, though. It's only because I'm so intense on the field. But once they mm-hmm. get to know me, like, off the field, outside of football, like, I'm the one, I feel like I'm the, the fun, one of the funniest, like, nicest, like, 
goofy yeah right just goofy like they think i'm so mean so rude and it's just like nah i'm just like when we in between these lines like don't it matter but once we step off like we can be cool we can be friends we can talk we can chop it up whatever you want to do but on the field i'm sorry no matter who you are it's game side i feel you on that one i feel you so what what goals and aspirations do you have when it comes to taking how far do you want to take your talents when it comes to flat football to the olympics it's gonna be okay. it was working on becoming an olympic sport in 2028 so mm-hmm. definitely working towards that got a six-year plan for that i've been working on um and honestly just being an inspiration because i know i'll have a lot of girls sometimes that come up to me after the games and they say oh my gosh i love watching you play or i want to be like you and all these types of things so it makes me feel good that because I didn't get that opportunity, it makes me feel good that I have to. I have that light to, sh- to shine on these little girls. Like, hey, I didn't have the chances that y'all have, but this is what I did with my opportunity that I have. So make sure y'all don't take for granted the situation, the position that you're in, and you know, just continue to grow from, continue to learn, and just always keep finding that love for the game. And I mean, when you you stop loving, it stop. But as long as you want to play, keep finding that love every time you step on the field. So just being in the Olympics and inspiring. The younger generation is is what my main two goals are right now. How are they able to find the games? Um, so it's kind of tough. Like with tackle, we would play on YouTube. Um, they would post our games to YouTube. But for flag, it's either you're there to watch it or somebody may live stream it. But there's no guarantee that the live streams are saved. Um, I know the ones like when we play like major tournaments. Uh, it used to be called the FFWTC is now USA flag. They like, uh, <laughs> right. The <laughs> what? WTC. So flag football world championship tour. It used to okay. be that. <laughs> and now it's USA flag. So All right, um, much better. <laughs> right. <laughs> but no, nah, they uh, stream stuff at like their major tournaments. Like they have like one, we have one in Chicago. There's one in, um, where is it? Arlington. We have our nationals in Tampa in January, but they stream and those videos stick. You might got to scroll for a while to get to like some videos, but um, most most of the time they stream like the semifinals and the uh, finals games. Have you ever been on like a, a national team or like a world team or anything like that? Um, I was an alternate this past year. So technically, yes, I was an alternate this past year for um, Team USA. So is are they taking like the top ten in the position? Like how does how does that work? Um, so you have twelve active roster and then um six alternates. So mm. uh I think it's a max of like fifteen active players. No. So max of twelve active players and then like I said, the six alternates so if anybody ever goes down. Um but you gotta go through like a trial process. They scout at the different tournaments that we go to. Um I know last year we had or was it last year? Last year, I think it was, yeah, we um went to Indianapolis and it was like combine style. So we had like the high jump, long jump, like I think 40, I remember that. not high jump, sorry, so vertical jump, um, long jump, the five ten, fifteen cones, like all that stuff. We did all of that and then we scrimmaged and like had a tournament that weekend. So like I said, they either have you come and try out or they just go to different tournaments and let you know where they're gonna be at and you just better hope you play good in that tournament. <laughs> and you followed that through like their website? How you figure yeah. out where the combines are? Uh, Instagram is where they mainly post. Insta- like you social sure? media. Yeah. Instagram and social Well, that's where I see it at least. 
I don't okay. um, ever really go to like the website unless like there's a link to go to the website because they post literally everything on their social medias. So they'll um, sometimes they invite people, sometimes they post it out loud. It just kind of depends on I think how they're feeling and what how they want to kind of go about the process. Hey, I'm sorry to interrupt, but I needed to tell you that my new single is out now. It's called Cravings. It's on all streaming platforms under Phenom Speaks. That's Cravings. Go ahead and search it right now. Got you. So the business side of this, though, right? Because, yeah. you know, you're you're a whole athlete. You have, do you have a full-time job? Yes, I do. All right. So you have a full-time job. You're training as well but you're also running a business but we're gonna get into the training but mm-hmm. how are you juggling you know training you have a full-time job and you're also building a brand such you have a business for the uh for for what you're doing so how do you juggle all that um it's definitely tough <laughs> for sure tough um but no nah, i just try to find sometimes uh mainly during the day i try to find some downtime while i'm at my full-time job to work on some stuff or if i just think about something I always have my notebook on me. Um, I got two notebooks, a small one, big one. If I ever think about something, just carry it around. Write down what I'm thinking about at the moment. Sometimes I may put it in my phone. Um, training, it's either suck it up and get up early in the morning to work out or try to rush and get it in before cooking dinner, before going to sleep at night. Um, it's tough. It's tough. It's making calls, like I said, like literally making calls during work to like making business calls during work because that's like the time that I have to make those calls. And that's the time that those people are available to talk. Um, right. I tell you, training, sometimes training and then going to another practice or going to a game or just going to do something else like training, then um, another practice like coach because I coach as well. I coach a middle school team and I coach a women's tackle team. So, yeah. Yeah. Full time job, <laughs> training, mm-hmm. coaching two teams mm-hmm. in the business. Mm-hmm. How much are you sleeping? I sleep good though. I actually really sleep. <laughs> I sleep. I sometimes fall asleep on the couch, but um, most of the time I'm in the bed by like no later than eleven, and I get about six, seven o'clock in the morning. So I sleep. Wow. So you're getting all of this done within the, like basically within the day. Yeah. Honestly, if I want to stay up late, I have to do it. But I mean, most of the time I don't, sometimes I do put in on the weekends. Um, Hmm. that's mainly where I can put in more time because I'm not doing pretty much anything else. Like I'll either work out in the morning, like I said, either go to a practice or just come home, chill and watch football. And then that's the time where I work on my business. So that kind of balances out for the daytime when I don't really have as much time. And when I'm only having like downtime to work my business. It kind of balances out on the weekends when I have those two days to really focus on what I need to do. So what, what tips would you give to somebody that may be juggling just as many things as you are right now? Like, I, I know you said like you're trying to make time throughout the day, but <laughs> do you have any type of structure that's just like, I use this method to be able to, at least somewhat navigate through the day. Um, I definitely need reminders. Reminders, okay. reminders, reminders. Because my memory is not all that well. So <laughs> if I don't do it in that moment, I may forget about it. So I, I have to like literally like I have so many like just notes and reminders on my phone. I set them at specific times. Like 
either early in the morning or like the day before, a couple of days before. Um, so maybe that, um, give yourself some just notifications. If you know that you have a lot going on, make sure you use those. So you aren't like double booking yourself or like overexerting yourself, like trying to think like, Oh wait, what did I say I was going to do? You know, you already have it right there. Um, definitely jot down in a notebook, keeping that on hand. Cause sometimes you don't have that phone and sometimes you, you can't trust technology. Like, you know, your phone may die, your phone may break. So make sure you're writing down like more important information. I feel like in the notebook and use your mm -hmm. phone, like I said, for just the reminders, just to kind of keep you on track throughout the day. But when I tell you it's tough, <laughs> it is tough, tough, tough. No, nah, I feel you on that right. one. I think, go ahead. Now I was just going to say, you know, it's not going to be easy. Like, it's, oh, no. especially if you're doing 20 things at one time and you're trying to make them all successful, like, it's for sure never going to be easy, so. How do you, how do you know what to focus on? Um, I try to focus on, I don't want to say things that are more important because it's all important, but things that need or, or, I don't want to say things, um, tasks that need, um, like, my attention at that moment. So, like, if it's something coming up, like, I have a camp, I'm playing the camp. So, I've been focusing more on my camp, but I also have, like, worlds coming up, and I'm trying to do things for worlds of my business. But I'm, like, not putting it on the back burner, but I'm working on it, but not as much as I'm working on camp stuff. So, just trying to place, strategically place, like, the percentage of work on separate things. So, like I said, whatever is immediate. I'll work on that first. Anything mm -hmm. months, like I say, three or four months down the line, I can kind of like, not lollygag, but kind of just like here, jot something here and there, maybe next week or maybe later this week, work on it. But right now, this is what needs my main attention and my main focus. Mm -hmm. Speaking of, you know, things like camp, mm -hmm. you do have a camp coming up. I do. Is this your first one or is like your second? Like what, 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 is, what camp is this? It is my first one. And it's in it's my your hometown. First yeah. <laughs> so well, what made you want to do a camp? Like, what type of camp is it? Like, tell everybody, like, wh what is this? Okay. It's a women and girls flag football camp. So specifically for the okay. ladies. Because they always okay. do it for the men folk out here. And we need some shine, too. But nah, so it's a Facts. women and girls flag football camp. Um, all ages. Because I don't want to discriminate. I want everybody to come out there. Well, five and up. But I want everybody to come out there. <laughs> you got to be able to at least walk to attend the camp. <laughs> right. But nah, um, it's five and up. Like I said, just coming out mm -hmm. there. I'm doing it in my hometown because I kind of want to give back, especially to a community that gave me so much that allowed me to become the person, the athlete I am now. So I want to give back to them. And also just kind of see, are there other girls like me? Like, or the other girls at that age that I was at, you know, when I first discovered football, there are girls out there like that that want to continue because there are like high schools that are not around this area, but there are high schools around the country that are having flag football leagues for girls, like full on like varsity sports. And then nice. they also have a, a, <clears throat> a conference, the NAIA. Um, they, that's a college division and they're allowing girls to go to college to play football. They're giving out scholarships, you know, so not only can you just play this, like maybe on the weekend, you can also play this in the future. This can help fund your education. You can possibly, if the Olympics do allow it to happen in 2028, then you can look forward to going to the Olympics, you know, and doing things like that. Mm. So it's just a, it's a stepping stone for little girls. It's a, it's a, Hey, 
thank you for doing this for me. So this is what I'm going to do for you. Let me show, share my love of the game. Let me show you how much I appreciate the game and how much it's done for me. And hopefully um, you get the same in return out of it. So That's real. So to anybody listening to this right now, like when is the camp? How can they figure out or to find it? All that type of stuff. Okay. So um, the camp is going to be October 22nd. So on a Saturday um, in Greenville, North Carolina, it's about an hour, hour and a half outside of Raleigh, depending on where you stay. Um, I can, I don't know if we can post a link on like this video later or I can tell you. It can you. be in the description. Okay. We can put it in the description, but um, anybody up here now, you can go to beaballer.com. So B-E-A baller, but H-E-R for the baller part.com. <laughs> And it'll be under the events tab. So, um, and then the link is there. You can read, I have more details there as well. Um, if you still want to know some more about what the campus is going to involve. But yeah, um, you can also go to my Instagram. It's underscore B-U-R-R. It's Burr. Um, I had the link and the, the posts in there like <sighs> 10 times over. So you can't miss it. <laughs> <laughs> my Facebook, you can find me at my name, uh, Amber Clark. I have it posted all over there. So it's it's a lot of different places where people can find um, more information on the camp. So going back to the training <laughs> and whatnot, why are you laughing? <laughs> <laughs> so, so, I, 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 really, I really, I mean, I was, I'm so curious about this. Like, I, right. I had no idea that you were coaching two teams. Like, for mm -hmm. some reason, I don't know if it never came up in conversation, <laughs> if we just always, y'all started making fun of me because of Atticus or what. <laughs> but <laughs> I didn't know that. Uh, so what is, what is a day in the life for you, like I know you have all this going on, but I want somebody to be able to actually visualize. Like, okay, okay she's coaching two teams, she's training. Like, what is it like a day? Wake up to go to sleep. Okay, so I've been trying to get up at five a.m. I've done it about two or three times, but I'm working on making it a habit. I'm I'm growing. Appreciate growth. Uh, I'm trying to get up at five a.m., but if I don't get up at five a.m., I'm gonna get up about seven a.m. Get to work. 8, 8.15. two-hour difference. Hey, relax. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking. <laughs> I get up at 7. <laughs> Please, don't judge. I told you I sleep from 11 to 7. Like You heard me. <laughs> Can I finish? Cool. <laughs> All right, so I get up at 7. I get to work about 8, 8.15-ish. Um, get off work around four, go to football practice from four to six, come home. If I didn't wake up at five and try to train after I get off of football practice and then try to cook something. And then either if there's a football game on, I'll sit down and watch a football game. If not, I'll just try to find something random, any type of something on ESPN or some type of show I'm watching. Just turn that on and kind of just relax from about nine ish to whenever I fall asleep. You work out today? I did actually. I got up this morning at five. Huh. Ooh, I'm gonna start Ooh. calling you at five every single whoa, morning. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, I'm gonna be your accountability oh, partner. You're real disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna be disappointed when I have to keep on calling. You gonna have to just turn off your phone. Either you gonna get up or you gonna have to turn off your phone. Yeah, you get up at 4 a.m. though, so you be up. I actually. I started getting up at, I get up at six now. 
Because <laughs> <laughs> that 4 a.m. was, what are you talking about? <laughs> Yo, you are funny. Yeah, so I go to bed around 10 now, and I wake up at 6. That's So I can, yeah. 10? Oh, and when I don't have shows. <laughs> 10 o'clock. <laughs> yeah, if I don't have any shows that I'm doing, I'm I'm trying to be in bed by 10. That way it's like a full eight hours from 10 to 6. Yeah, it makes sense. No, nah, you funny. <laughs> <laughs> you acting <Nah>. different. <laughs> hey, man. Hey. So, <laughs> um, challenges, right? Because I know all of this isn't easy, but even before like we get to like where you are right now, what type of challenges have you had to um, you know, overcome over the last couple of years to get to where you are now? Um, I think the biggest challenge is just like time, not having enough of it sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, I know when I was playing tackle, it would be me getting off work at five o'clock. Maybe um I'll say three to five o'clock, depending on what school I was at, where what we were doing that day. Um, so I would get off about three to five o'clock, then drive to Atlanta, practice that night, if I could make it in time. Turn around, practice two times on Saturday. Turn around, practice on Sunday morning, and then drive back that same day. And then have to go to work on Monday. And it's kind of the same now. Not in a sense of me driving, but about once or twice a month, I leave out like on a Thursday night, Friday and then go play the weekend and then come back Sunday and then go to work Monday throughout the week. So it's just more so just finding that time, finding that freedom to like not feel like I always have to be busy doing something. So I feel like I'm on go, go, go. Mm-hmm. Anybody who knows me like, oh my gosh, you be, you just went somewhere. Like now you're going somewhere else. Like you're doing a lot. So <laughs> no um, I want to have that time where I can relax. And also I want to have that time where I can get, you know, things done. But it's just trying to get that balance. It's kind of hard, now, especially when you want to be so successful. You want to make everything work. It's like you, you don't really think about trying to balance. It's just like, you know, I got to do what I got to do to get what I need to get done. So, mm. What did you learn from that? Um, Anything's possible. <laughs> <laughs> anything is possible. Okay, Kevin Garnett. <laughs> <laughs> nah, anything and definitely just like just keep believing in yourself and keep believing like whatever you talk about whatever you say you can you're gonna do you can't do because i know talking about like having a business was like an idea like two years ago now it is a thing now i'm having camps now i'm i have a website like i have all these different these different things going on you know it's just it's crazy Mm -hmm. like talking about playing the camp and all that stuff being a coach like i talked about that like a year ago two years ago and now just to see it like come to fruition, it's just like, all right, just keep believing. Like, say it, believe it, and, and then do it. So. Are you already thinking about a second camp? I am. <laughs> Whoa! You heard it here first! <laughs> you heard it here first. There's going to be a second camp. We just don't know. Do you know when? Oh, so if you oh, missed okay. this one, just be on the lookout oh, okay. for the next one. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> her, her. Mm. So, when it comes to the camps, how... Now, for, let's talk, like, branding, marketing perspective, right? Okay. Let's shift gears a little bit. No, actually, let's back up even more. All right. How does... <laughs> oh. <laughs> how does somebody build their personal brand as an athlete? 
uh, how I could say I built it is um, just talking to people, just kind of connecting, networking that way. Um, I know I've I've met a lot of people through football, and a lot of them are part of my circle. A lot of them are part of my support system, my like my just supporters in general. So um, definitely networking, 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 networking. Especially if you don't have like. I wouldn't say I have a huge following. I have about 5,000 followers, but I still don't think that's like a huge, huge following, like as these influencers have. So um, mm. since I don't feel like I have that, um, just like I said, meeting the right people, trying to network, trying to hopefully they push you in the right direction and connect you with somebody that's going to help build your brand and, and elevate it even more. But um, yeah, and then using social media, using social media, I post there a lot. Um, I definitely post my highlights. Um, hoping somebody will see it. Hopefully, you know, Randy Moss will put me on You Got Moss. But, uh, <laughs> yes, talk to you. Talk hey, to you, you do have some really great clips, though. I don't you see them. Me? You feel me? So I'll be using that, like I said, just to kind of get it out there. And just to hopefully people like like the picture and it brings out their algorithms to, to other things in football and the connections that I've made and just a whole big just network circle, you know? How important are your goals to you? What if I were able to help you gain clarity, stop you overthinking with your goal setting, improve your time management, and give you an actionable execution plan to accomplish whatever you want to do? I've been getting this question a lot. Can I pick your brain? Can I break your brain? Can we do a one-on-one? People are willing to pay me $10,000, $5,000, but I'm doing this for much less. Go to sitwithphenom.com so we can go ahead and get your goals accomplished today. That is sitwithphenom.com. Dot com. I'm doing one-on-ones. I'm only taking a couple people per month. I want you to be one of them. That's sitwithphenom.com. Mm-hmm. Do you have any challenges when it comes to... <laughs> I can't stand you, man. Do you have any challenges um, when it comes to networking? Like, Do you ever feel as if, like, man, I wish I could do this better when it comes to networking? Or maybe I was. I wish I was more comfortable talking with people. I wish there were more sport, like sporting conferences, that I can go network with people there. Anything like that? Maybe the conferences, because you don't really hear about a lot of flag football. Like I said, especially to be, it's so new. It's really, it's not mm-hmm. new, but it's becoming the new fad. Like people are starting to hear about it more. So maybe just having conferences, so bringing more awareness, like what actually flag football is and how it is helping. Uh, women nowadays because you can tell people like hey there's flag football in college it was like oh my gosh like I never heard that like even in high school they don't even know that high school has flag football so because um, I think we have plenty of representation so I don't think that's a challenge of networking but definitely conferences bringing more awareness and having like even like clinics around the world we, we need that so that girls can be introduced because there are like small cities who don't know what they got going on out here. They don't know anything about a football or a flag. So for me, um, I would love to go to more conferences or maybe, I don't know. I feel like I talk to people well. I feel like I can relate to people. No, I can't think of nothing else. So you think you want to throw a conference? You know what? We'll talk about it off the internet. Off the internet. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's just (laughs) I'm weak. I'm weak. Hey, man. 
I would love to see it. I'd love to see it. So, you know, even talking a little bit more about the camp, right? Mm-hmm. I love that you're doing this. You're doing it for one, your hometown, because they've been able to help you so much. But also you're doing it because you want to be able to be that person that is able to expose the next generation of what's possible. Mm-hmm. You said it yourself that you've had little girls come up to you after your game talking about how much that, you know, they look up to you, they you inspire them. But who is inspiring you? Who does inspire me? Oh, man. I think it's... She said... (laughs) 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 Now, I don't don't know if it's, like, who inspires me, but Mm. I can say who motivates me, um, the people that motivate me, uh, my family, because they're super supportive. So it Mm. doesn't matter where I'm playing. If it's within driving distance, four, five, six, nine hours, they're going to come. So they definitely help out with a lot. They're they're always they. My dad was running around the mall, like advertising my camp. Like had a flyer and then just seeing people. Hey, that's dope. Right. So they definitely motivate me, like to be. Because I don't, I don't, I don't want to say take for granted, but I don't, I don't want what they like. All the things they did for me growing up. I don't want them. I don't want it to be in vain. I want them to know, like, hey, I do appreciate it. I did take some things from what you were able to show me and teach me and expose me to. So I want to, this is my appreciation to you. Like know that this hard work that you try to get me to go to all these camps and all these exposure tournaments, like it didn't, it didn't, it didn't go for, I'm not taking that for granted. I'm knowing that every day I'm still trying to make you proud. doesn't matter how old I get. I could be 60 years old. Like I'm still going to be out there trying to make them proud and, 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 and show them that all of it is appreciated. <laughs> so my family is like the center of my motivation, especially since we're so close. We talk every day. Um, they, I told my brother one time, like I want to do something right. And he was like, if I know if, if anybody can do it, like I know you're the one to be able to do it. So just do just knowing that you have people in your corner is like super dope. And it definitely drives you to keep like trying to make them proud and, you know, continue to be the best person you can be. Mm. Mm. what's your message to all the people or all the young girls that are looking to be in your shoes don't quit don't it don't matter it doesn't matter what anybody tells you it doesn't matter if they say you can't do something you can't be something as long as you know you can do it and you want to do it and you enjoy doing it then go out and be whatever you want to be I love that What's something that somebody told you <laughs> that a piece of advice that stuck with you for like all the internal, or, you know, time that you've been here? Mm. Best piece of advice you've ever gotten? Um, I wouldn't say advice, but I would say a comparison that was like put me on a high pedestal. I feel like I have to kind of, that's where my mindset always is. Um, two mm-hmm. of my coaches always, they called me Kobe. They said I got that mama mentality. Like when I go out there, it's, it's me. It's the energy that I bring. The team looks towards me as this, like this leader and, and things like that. So definitely just knowing that people are going to look to me. People are going to, I don't want to say expect, but they are going to expect you to be that motivated, to be that, that driving force on the field or in whatever you're doing. So just knowing that, all right, Kobe, 
suit up, do what you got to do, like get your mind mm-hmm. right, get that, put that leader backpack on, do whatever you got to do to to bring the, the the rest of the team with you and know that that you want them to be successful is just as much as you want to be successful. Are you instilling that those lessons and that mindset into the teams that you're coaching? Trying to. <laughs> trying to. It's tough. It's tough. It's tough. Because it's what like age group are it's, they? A, it's a it's they're on opposite ends of the spectrum. It's like you got the uh-huh. middle schoolers where it's like they mm-hmm. don't they they don't know anything, but they think they know so much because they play like Pop Warner or they played like they were the all-stars in Pop Warner, so they think they know everything because they watch football on Saturdays and Sundays. They're just like, oh, if I put, pull my knee pads above my knee, like I can play as good as this player over here. Like, nah. So, and then you have the women who are like, who are open to learning, but they just don't have that time and they don't have the resources to learn and, and grow and be and have that mama mentality because they got to focus on other things like, not saying that I don't have to focus on other things, but maybe it's harder for them because maybe football isn't their like main source of joy or their main source of like just something that they're passionate about. Maybe it's just something that they do because they just like it, you know. So mm-hmm. it's, it's hard to instill that because you got these know-it-alls and then you got these ones who want to do it. They just don't have the time to do it. So, so if we were, tr- <laughs> and you're killing it though. So we were, would remove, just say, football from the situation, right? Mm-hmm. We're talking about just coaching. What okay. is the most challenging part about coaching? Not being on the field. <laughs> oh. Not being on the field. It is tough because, like, this is one of my first times, like, being on the other side. Like, I've always mm-hmm. been the player to be on the court, be on the field, be on the track, like, and be able to do – if I see something wrong, I can go out there and fix it. And I can just do it myself. I don't have to worry about somebody telling me or somebody helping me. Like, but being a coach, it's like you can tell them what to do. You kind of place them in the right positions, but you can't play it for them or you can't. Uh, it's tough. When I tell you, it's tough. I know you'd be wanting to put on some pads, but you're too tall. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know now. Them middle schools, they're kind of tall. There's a couple you of them. No, you're right. There's a couple you, of them. I'm not even going to hold you because we went to some schools. And when I tell you, I was mm-hmm. like, first of all, you better lower your, your little squeaky voice at me. <laughs> yeah, but then they voices be extra squeaky, though. Like, how you six feet three? But you... <laughs> Made no sense. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my gosh. That's funny. Hey, but Amber, so my last question I have for you is, right? Th- Wait, no, I already asked it. It was, what was your message to the world? Oh, yeah, I, yeah. I already asked that. Yeah, okay. Well, huh? sit. My bad, my bad. Not you, not you. I was telling them. I was reiterating the message. Keep doing what you're doing. Whatever you want. Oh, yeah. Keep doing what you're doing. Keep doing what you're doing. (laughs) How can somebody support you? Ooh. There's a lot of ways. Um, Right. All right. So you can definitely share my camp because, you know, I have people actually coming from different states to the camp. So you never know who might see it and want to come. So if you can share the camp, please share, share, share. I really want to impact as many girls as possible. Um, you can go to my website, um, like I said, beaballer.com. So B-E-A-B-A-L-L-H-E-R.com. You can go there, buy you some merch. This is one of my shirts. He, him, she, her, they, we all, ball. So, you know, there's some t-shirts, some crop tops, some hoodies, some sweatpants. It's getting cold. Get your beanies. All that good stuff. Um, you can, uh, just go and... 
go through if you have some time you know go through my um instagram and look at like the the comments because there's a lot of like younger girls who do comment on my pictures so try to go and follow them and support what they do because that is the future Mm -hmm. like yeah i'm doing what i'm doing now but i can only do it for so long they're just out here starting so show them some love let them know that what they're doing isn't like they're just not out there just doing it because oh i gotta prove a point like they're out there doing it and somebody else sees it somebody appreciates what they're doing so go out there show them some love please and another one No, I think that's all of them. I think that's all of them. Share my camp. Go buy some merch and show them young girls some love. <laughs> and one more, one more time, because you said share the camp when you were explaining, but you didn't say where to find it again. So one more time, how can they find the camp? Okay, so you can either find it on Facebook. Type me in Amber Clark. No E on the end. Um, and then you can go to its underscore b-u-r-r so i-t-s underscore b-u-r-r it's burr it should be in my link um and then also at my website beaballer.com so b-e-a-b-a-l-l-h-e-r.com and it should be under the events tab Mm. love it love it love it well you guys it's been another episode of execute the secrets to fast success podcast i appreciate you guys tuning in Please make sure you guys hit up Amber, you know, follow her, support her, and also support the girl she was saying under her page. I love that you threw that in there for real. That says a lot <laughs> about, you know, you as a person, you're in, which is who you are. Um, but other than that, you know, ball out, you know, we're going to have fun. I'll talk to you guys soon on the very next episode.